We gather in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome back to Pointing to the Saviour of the World on this 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Dear friends, the readings this Sunday challenge us in no uncertain terms to point a finger at what we hold to be the most important thing in our lives. The readings tell us that if there is anything that we should desire most in this life, it must be God, because He is that eternal wisdom that was revealed to Solomon in the first reading. To the Greeks, this wisdom, Sophia, meant the ability to understand a concept, to analyse something. And to the Hebrews, wisdom, chakam, is a form of practical knowledge. No matter how we see it, wisdom that comes from God is the ability to see things as they really are and make the right decisions. Every other treasure we possess is corruptible, but God is the only treasure that knows no corruption. What can we give up today in exchange for God? Dear friends, please join me to pray for and with Brother Nicholas, Brother Gordon, Brother Emmanuel, Brother Simon, Brother Casimir, Brother David, Brother Venetius, Brother Edmund, who will be dedicated this Saturday as full members of the Catholic Men Association UK branch. May God grant them and all of us the graces we need to love and serve him and our neighbour more. Continue to grow in faith and hope, enlightened by the Holy Spirit as we journey through this life. Saint Joseph, man of honour, pray for us. reading from the first book of Kings. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream and said, Ask what you would like me to give you. Solomon replied, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in succession to David my father. But I am a very young man unskilled in leadership. Your servant finds himself in the midst of this people of yours that you have chosen, a people so many its number cannot be counted or reckoned. Give your servant a heart to understand how to discern between good and evil. For who could govern this people of yours that is so great, 
It pleased the Lord that Solomon should have asked for this. Since you have asked for this, the Lord said, and not asked for a long life for yourself, or riches, or the lives of your enemies, but have asked for a discerning judgment for yourself, here and now, I do what you ask. I give you a heart wise and shrewd, as none before has had, and none will have after you. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Lord, how I love your law. Lord, how I love your law. My part I have resolved, O Lord, is to obey your word. The law from your mouth means more to me than silver and gold. Lord, how I love your law. Let your love be ready to console me by your promise to your servants. Let your love come and I shall live, for your law is my delight. Lord, how I love your law. That is why I love your commands more than finest gold, why I rule my life by your precepts and hate false ways. Lord, how I love your law. Your will is wonderful indeed, therefore I obey it. The unfolding of your word gives light and teaches the simple. Lord, how I love your law. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. We know that by turning everything to their good, God cooperates with all those who love him, with all those he has called according to his purpose. They are the ones he chose specially long ago and intended to become true images of his son, so that his son might be the eldest of many brothers. He called those he intended for this, those he called he justified, and with those he justified he shared his glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia. I call you friends, says the Lord, because I have made known to you everything I have learned from my Father. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. 
Jesus said to the crowds, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which someone has found. He hides it again, goes off happy, sells everything he owns and buys the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he finds one of great value, he goes and sells everything he owns and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet cast into the sea that brings in a hole of all kinds. When it is full, the fishermen haul it ashore. Then, sitting down, they collect the good ones in a basket and throw away those that are no use. This is how it will be at the end of time. The angels will appear and separate the wicked from the just, to throw them into the blazing furnace, where there'll be weeping and grinding of teeth. Have you understood all this? They said, yes. And he said to them, well then, every scribe who becomes a disciple of the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out from his storeroom things both new and old. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends, a few years ago, a newspaper ran a story about a teenager who belongs to a Premier League club football academy. Every morning, he gets up at 5.30am for a morning run and trains in a local park for two hours, after which he goes to school. After school, on days that is not training with local football academy, he returns to the park for two more hours of training. At 6pm, he hurries home to do his homework. He goes to bed exhausted and waits for the alarm to ring at 5am to start it all over again. When asked why he follows such a disciplined and strict schedule, he said, My goal is to play top-level football with a Premier League team one day. I will give up going to parties. I will give up staying up late. Anything to achieve my goal. Friends, 
Had Jesus lived now in this part of the world rather than in Anno Domini 30 in the Middle East, today's gospel might have been very different. Rather than talk about a pearl or a pearl merchant who sacrificed all to buy a dream pearl or a farmer who sold all to buy a field with treasure in it, Jesus might have talked about an aspiring footballer who sacrificed all to make it to the Premier League and play top-level football. Why do I say this? What connection is there between a pearl merchant, a treasure seeker and an academy footballer? What do these three people have in common? The one thing they have in common is their total commitment to a dream. All three are willing to sacrifice everything for a goal they have set for themselves. This leads us to the point Jesus wishes to make for us in today's Gospel. The point is this. Citizenship in God's kingdom involves total commitment on our part. We cannot pursue it as we do a part-time job. We cannot work at it as we do a hobby. Friends, being a Christian is like being a pearl merchant. Being a Christian is like being a treasure seeker. Being a Christian is like being an aspiring professional footballer. It involves total dedication and total commitment. But there is one thing different between all three. There is one big difference between a Christian and the other three. Paul refers to it in a letter to the Corinthians. Every athlete in training submits to strict discipline in order to be crowned with a wreath that will not last. But we Christians do it for one thing that will last forever. That is the difference. The pearl merchant's prize, the farmer's treasure and the footballer's medal are all corruptible. They are all perishable. At the moment of death, there is only one thing that counts. It is not whether in life we acquired a prized pearl, a rare treasure or a gold medal. The only thing that will matter is that we have become, is what we have become in the process of trying to seek the pearl, acquire the treasure or win the medal. What has the pursuit of these things done to us? How have they affected our daily life? Ultimately, Whatever is yours 
even if it stems from your own fantastic talent, that talent itself owes its origin to God. But a gift of God is not given to be clutched. It is given to be given to others. It is a free gift that must be given back freely. Each one of us is a gifted woman, a gifted man, and a gifted child. Gifted in more ways, perhaps, than our modesty will admit. It matters not what your specific possessions are. Millions or a widow's might. Intelligence or power. Beauty or wisdom. Faith, hope, love, gentleness or compassion. What Jesus tells us time and time again is to use our gifts as he invites us or commands us to. To some he may say, give all you have to the poor and come follow me. To others he invites, Share what you possess. Use it for those around you. Employ your power for peace, your wisdom to reconcile, your knowledge to open horizons, your compassion to heal, your hope to destroy despair, your very weakness to give strength. Remember, your most precious possession is yourself. Give it away lavishly. Today's gospel makes an important point. Nothing in the world may take priority over God's kingdom or our pursuit of it. Today's gospel tells us that what counts when we die is not what we have acquired in life, but what we have become. Did we learn to love one another? Did we learn to forgive one another? Did we learn to help the needy? Did we learn to encourage the faint-hearted? Did we learn to become more committed and loyal to God and to one another? Friends, God loves you and I so much that he is willing to give everything for you and I. Now, Each of us needs to ask, how much do I love God? Is God the pearl of great price in my life? Is God who dwells in the depth of my soul, the hidden treasure I have uncovered? Is he so valuable to me that I am willing to give everything to have him? Friends, God made his choice. Now, we must make ours.
Jesus tells us, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. With this in mind, we bring our needs and the needs of our world to the Father. For the church, that all church leaders will continually seek and be blessed with God's wisdom and guidance. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For the innocent victims of terror, violence or war, that they may be saved by the efforts of those who work for peace and by the outstretched hand of God, whose love is eternal. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For a deeper understanding of the sanctity of human life, that there may be a new desire in the hearts of all to celebrate and protect human life from conception to natural death. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For our own local parish communities, that we will grow in attentiveness to God's word and thankfulness for God's grace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For all who are sick or suffering, homeless or housebound, that they will know the loving touch of Christ in their lives. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We now present our own personal intentions aloud or in silent prayers to the Lord. Hear our prayer. Together, let us ask Mary, our Blessed Mother, to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God our Father, as we celebrate the mystery of the life, death and resurrection of Christ, grant that he may dwell in us and we in him, for he is Lord for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you very much for your continuous support. And thank you for listening and sharing our podcast with your friends and family. We continue to ask you kindly to also watch our YouTube videos. And to like, subscribe and share. I wish you a peaceful celebration of the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. Let us end our prayers like we began. In the name of the Father, 
and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.